You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League, we're a weekly AFL fantasy podcast, I'm your host TK, <laughs> and I'm joined by the boys, Corby, how good is it the AFL starts this week, Buddy Franklin's looking amazing, I've got him on my team mate. The red and the whites, the swannies, uh, how good, I can't wait to see them trot around, get out there, good kick of the footy that bloke. Corbs, how are you feeling mate, you're even wearing a Parramatta jersey because you were trying to run this narrative about our Parramatta, it's going to absolutely just flat track bully everyone, are you okay? Oh, I just, I'm questioning my footy knowledge, my fantasy knowledge. I'm just questioning life at the moment after round one. It was not good. wasn't kind to me. Corby, if you were an NRL coach right now from the 16, who would you describe yourself as? I would say Fitzgibbon for two reasons. One, I've got no hair and nice shiny <laughs> on top. And two, I've just had bad luck. Like first round, COVID, you can't even coach. Just, <laughs> So bad luck and a bald head. Oh, I love it. Now, Andy, g'day, mate. How are we feeling? At least you got the W today, mate. Yeah, got W in draft. Um, look, I think we should definitely bring up um, Bruce Buffer and get and re-change that intro to not dominate your fantasy season, but go okay. <laughs> Just go okay. I feel that the top five, the top fifty thousand now is the new top five hundred. Yeah, look, but we've said we. No premierships are won in March. We ain't the Dragons. Here we go. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, I don't care. We're doubling down on the Roosters and Eels strategy because this was just a one-off. This isn't not happening again. We're, we're dub- Round two, we're taking the boys into camp. The whole fantasy team's coming into camp. I don't know where we're going yet. Could be Blacktown. Could be Parramatta. Could be somewhere just spicy. Cabramatta. Cabramatta's a really good joint to take a team for a, for a bit of a, a week away. So... Yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna bounce back, Becky, Andy. Also, I reckon if you're gonna say the coach who I am, I'd say Trent Barrett. Just good looking, but can't coach for shit. <laughs> <laughs> good assistant coach, you know, on the sides. It's like I'll do one part of it, but I'm not the whole not the whole shebang. So yeah, I'm gonna say that I'm Trent Robinson. I never win round one. I have a massive amount of narratives. Probably smarter than I. Actually, I'm probably dumber than I, I sound, <laughs> and I just got narratives to make great excuses of why we're going to bounce back in round two. It's all, it's all, it's all about how you can excuse why you know. There's always excuses for everything. Yeah, big time. All right, boys. So tonight, what we'll do, we'll go through a few studs and duds. We'll look at the highs and lows of our weeks. Bit of captain strategy, and we'll go over the in- injury and judiciary news. A few burning questions to finish. We'll do this in about half an hour, ladies and gentlemen. But why don't we kick it off? Now, I'm not even sure if there was a stud this week. Why don't we kick off with you, Andy? Who's your stud, my man? Josh Curran. He just had a absolutely – he was in everything when he was on the field, 66 minutes, ended up getting 72 points. Um, he's only owned by 5.5% of people, yep. possibly because of the fact that he was still a red X. So people actually traded him out 
to because if they didn't set the team list on NRL, they traded mm. him out and he actually um, they burnt him because they either picked up. I know a few people picked up TPJ yeah. <laughs> and he didn't play. So yeah, very tough on those people. But no, he was in everything. A I, double I, burn. Yeah, when Tohu comes back, um, I can't see Curran losing that spot. He's just too dangerous in the middle. Mm. So um, yeah, he's my stud. He's absolutely electric. Yeah, he was a standout. Corbs, who have we got? Have you got anyone? Yeah, <laughs> not for my team. <laughs> I had um, yeah. I had Gagai. I, I sort of got this one wrong, and it was plenty of things I got wrong. But he had spiders on him uh, in his game against the Roosters on the weekend. Didn't look like he missed a beat from last year. So he was uh, outstanding. I think he he would have been up there top three scores for the round. Uh, obviously, with the Doggers and Cowboys just finishing off now. Yeah. But yeah, he was ridiculously good, and um, yeah, I'd. Nowhere near score that I had in my team. <laughs> I had Blake Braley. This is how low I've gone down the totem pole. I'm only making a narrative because he's a Sharkies player. He scored probably his best ever <laughs> score of all time. He scored like 60. He scored a try for once. He was actually running. So this is kind of what we were seeing back in the 20s. While we always got excited when he made grade, but it was not as exciting to see him actually run. He did play 80 minutes, which I don't think long term he's going to be once McInnes comes back. Mm. But 44 tackles for only three misses. He has put a little bit of weight on. Just looks a little bit more confident. So that's that's the best I've got today, boys. That's my start for the day. <laughs> All right. No, 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 no. Now, this part could probably take about half an hour because there was Dud Central just across the whole bloody board. Now, Andy, who have you got? Uh, mine is mine is Mr. Reed Marnie, unfortunately. He scored 43, but it just didn't look... He wasn't as involved as I hoped, and geez, that second half was just terrible from Parramatta. So it was sort of, it was hard to get any sort of um, consistency there. Like you said, TK, next year, next week, whole new team. You know, they got the cobweb, dust the cobwebs out. They still got the win, so <laughs> I'm still riding this Marnie Marnie um, train. But yeah, unfortunately, especially because I picked him as captain as well. But you, you're expecting him for that price, the 780k. You're expecting him to sort of score at least 60 plus, not 43. Yep. So, yeah, he's my Gus Gould. No, no, no. That's like when I messaged you during the game, and I couldn't have believed he was on 13. And he kicked, just kicked a 40 20, and it just seemed like he was involved in attack. But like you said, he just wasn't racking up the defense. It's like they've, um, they just got other people to do the defense so they could keep him for attack. Like he wasn't, wasn't tackling many people. Yeah. So he's, he hurt me. <laughs> Boys, I'm gonna. My dad was my rooster narrative. I ran Teddy, Sam Walker, and Billy Smith for scores of 32, 26, and five. But you know, I probably should have looked it into it a little bit further. When you think, pretty much none of the roosters' top line is actually trialed. You also think Sam Walker and Kiri has never played together, which pretty much showed on the weekend. That strategy they were using between the two edges, drifting between left and right edge. I don't know why they did that. And then Joey Manu playing on the right. So many different things just out of whack for the Roosters. So I think maybe one week in, they're going to train a little bit harder, especially if I'm going to take them into camp this week. And the boys will be they'll be firing next week. This is just the three-date rule in reverse. We're just going to give them a couple of opportunities to prove their worth back. They'll be right. Are there any clear outs on your team? I, like I said, I, I, unless of injury, I'm going to give them – the, your TK three date rule like yeah. last year. I think you have to, mate. Like I've got Cheese, who's an automatic out because he's three to six weeks. Yeah, but no one else. Maybe Shane Russell, Sean Russell. Sorry, will oh, poor bugger again. Yeah, Jeez, he, was he was looking good. good. At least he made money, so we can we can at least. I might. What I'm thinking at the moment, I'll go through a little bit later. Is yep. Cheese to a hooker, and I might take the gamble on Starling 
and then get some cover with Stephen Crichton to get Russell out of the team, especially if he's a three to six weaker, just to add a little bit more depth into the back line. But Corb's stud man, who have you got? Dud, sorry, mate. Dud, I went just going back to that Crichton thing, changing edges. I thought it might may have been to go up against Frizzell, who looked pretty solid early, but. That didn't sort of make sense because I'd say Tupanu is still a pretty solid defender in him, yeah. himself. So, yeah, I couldn't work that one out. They looked a bit disheveled. And to tonight's credit, they came out and just gave them nothing. Absolutely. What was that word you used there, Corbs? Disheveled? I don't disheveled. even know how to spell that. I don't even know what that is. What, what, can you explain that word? Just looked all over the shop. Yeah, for sure. It, but the rest that might actually that might make my uh, my vocabulary that one dishevelled. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and mine my, my dud uh, was just Brian Toto, who was a top three winger fullback last year, mm. and he twenty five points. He looked to set, like he did get that disallowed trial, which I think was rubbish. There was a few calls on the weekend with that Shepherd rule. I'd still done a ground, but to the book it it was a no try. Twenty five. He had the three line breaks, only made the three tackles. They just seemed to avoid him. A lot. They mm. kicked to Staines, which is smart. I mean, that that would be my game plan. I'd prefer Staines run at me mm. than Toto. Yeah, 25 though, that's not what you like. It just, I don't know. It, it's not 2021. I know the um, credit to the, the amateur boys threw a, a thing out with the captaincy, just saying don't captain any of the uh, sort of outside backs, go a bit safer. Yep. And I think we've got to sort of approach this year that way, mm. um, especially on just to get a feel for what the game does look like with the new rules. No, I think it's a good chat from the amateur boys and what you just brought up there. I think it is smart. Well, I had Huss, and I think Huss saved my... I'll tell you what my score was very shortly, but he pretty much saved my whole round because if I didn't mm. double down on him, I would have got absolutely just just murdered. And I know that you're pretty dirty because you you had Teddy, but I think it, it's a great point by both of you guys that, yeah, just get the safety out there until we see how this game actually involves um, because... Right now, I know it's only a small sample of one week, but it does look a little bit different. I spoke to a couple of referees, and they definitely said the game has slowed down. So that's their feel from the from the middle. So we're even watching the watching all the most of the games. It's sort of a little bit slower, but the penalties have slowed it up. So I would have said there would be very low scoring games, but the Parramatta Titans games looked like it was going to be sixty to fifty. Yeah, it did second half stage, they decided to stop scoring tries. <laughs> All right, boys, it's that time of the week. Oh, that time of the night, sorry. can't even speak. I'm that upset. But <laughs> right, three-way retirement from pods. <laughs> exactly. Take us through the highs. And my question was, take us through the highs and lows of the week one of your classic team. I think there's only lows. Andy, why don't you kick us off? Oh, the low was having Crichton, but in my emergencies and not, <laughs> and not my actual team. I was considering doing a late-minute switch, but decided just to sort of wait the trade to be handier, handy further on. Um, highs probably having Hass, and but lows not captaining him. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you score and what's your rank at the moment, man? Uh, scored seven hundred fifty two, ranked twenty eight thousand. Don't worry, mate. Top five, t- top fifty thousand, baby. Yeah, let's. I'm we're already flying. there. Go, I was going to maintain where I'm at, and I'm sweet. Exactly. Let's Just go. hold your trays, mate. We're in a perfect <laughs> position right now. We're doing a, we're doing a Gus good. Uh, five-year plan. This, this is for 2027, guys. Let's exactly. Go. So I'm, we've got about 20 minutes to go while we record this in the Canterbury versus Cowboys game. I'm at 778. Nanai has kind of saving me. He's went out pretty good. He got a 40 at the moment. So I'm at rank 23,569. <laughs> you can only laugh. You know what? 
my best part of the things was my emergencies. I had Sean Russell and Billy Walters just shooting the lights out. But I lost Cheese. I had Cheesy. I had Walker, Billy, Smith. I had Tedesco. At least my love interest, Nico Hines, he scored a nice juicy 53. Everything else pretty good. Adam Fanua Blake, he scored 47 with 12 demerits. So I didn't – he had that big run too. I was actually pretty impressed with him. I like him. And then Jack Bird, he was pretty good in the first half, then kind of died in the second. Moses, mm. the flat track bully himself, 49. That was pretty low, but he did miss a couple of goals as well. But he was pretty good overall. He had three try assists. I thought Sexton. Sexton was I was nearly going to have to make an apology for on this show, but his second half was just – yeah, he just lost his way in the second half. But his first half was brilliant. He reminds me a lot of Chad Townsend, actually, even in the way that they kicked the ball and passed the ball big time. But, yeah, boys, that's all I've got. Corby, have you got anything good to add? I didn't realise I got Andy, which is makes me feel a little bit better. I went 764. <laughs> <laughs> Only just. Uh, it's it's like coming seventh in a race and you got eighth. It's nothing to write home about. Yeah. Hey, just then you know that my rank is slowly climbing as his game progresses as well. Actually, boys, McDonald's has been in touch. They're going to send us three encouragement awards. You get a um, you get a free Big Mac with it. Yeah, my my the two big ones were like just the same as everyone. The, um, Billy Smith and oh, I didn't play him actually. Uh, Valet Valet. Um, he did, he did, yeah. yeah, he didn't go real well. Yeah, Ilias and I played Amone. Mm. Um, thinking Amone just had that bit of upside. I, I remember just looking back at his stats, he had that real early, I think it was his debut game. Thought he was just going to be a runner. I wasn't worried that Hunt was going to be the main half and kicking. But yeah, that didn't pan out how I wanted. And the big one was I like, Captain Teddy. Like, I, I, look, I did the research. It wasn't just a, like there was dry track, SCG. Their results against the Knights have always been good. He's come out and started the year well. He, he said the other day, I know he had the 12 weeks off, but he said the other day he's feeling the fittest and freshest he has and a lot of excitement. We built the narrative up, something shocking <laughs> on this pod. And um, yeah, put the C on him. And I had the VC on Hass, and I actually did go to and fro the couple of days leading up to lockout. Oh, that's going to hurt. Uh, so that, I think that lost me 65 points, um, yeah, which would have bumped me up into the sort of mid. 800s, but anyway, not not as bad as I thought, but um, yeah, it's just high hopes. When you spend, spend like two months prepping for a round one game, not to worry, we'll uh, we'll bounce back and we'll be bigger and better next week. Yeah, Thursday 4pm, my hooker was actually Damien Cook and my back row was Ellie Katoa, and then at 5pm I changed it back to Cheese and Oh <laughs> Jack no, Bird. you went off the coats. I did, but... I just, yeah, you should always just trust your gut first. I don't know why I did it. I was just being silly. Yeah, but also in saying that, trust the bit of research that you've done as well. Like yep. like you said, first round, there was four. How many upsets were there this round? Pretty like, much every if, game. If the, yeah. if the NRL co- coaches can't get it right, you know, we're obviously got to have a bad, a bad week every now and then. So. Speaking of upsets, how did our punting go? <laughs> Mate, this so is did the, we, we did not get a leg. This is the first time. Usually we get two out of three or... Three out of three. We've got a pretty good strike record. We did not get one leg. Yeah, feel, it was. I, f- I feel terrible. like us as us as a pod, we're going to have a massive bounce back factor next week. <laughs> I reckon everyone <laughs> doubled down on everything. <laughs> doubled down. Good you. It, it has been funny though, like the, the uh, fantasy community across all the different channels, they are all hurting. There's, there's been a couple that have done well and 
uh, well played to those. Mate, the, su- the super coach is The worse. majority have um, have had a, a bit of a howler this week with um, different injuries and a bit of bad luck and just certain people not performing. So it has been funny just everyone bouncing off each other. Big also, time. we're changing the way, the place we can actually find our podcast. It's not under sports. It's under comedy. <laughs> <laughs> we never look for that section there. <laughs> so if you ever look in the background, it doesn't actually say NRL fantasy podcast. It just says fantasy. It could be anything. Just, it just says talking league. Doesn't mean talking good. Talking good <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Let's uh, rip into some injury news. So plenty to talk about. Brandon Smith's suspected fractured left hand. So he's looking at somewhere between three to six weeks. Looks like he's going for surgery tomorrow. Christian Welsh did his Achilles. Poor fella. Now that was confirmed. The usual recovery time for him is about five to seven months. George Jennings looking at an ACL that takes him out for the season. Josh Hodgson a little bit better than expected was a chip in cartilage in his knee. So borderlines two to four weeks. So best plays two and top plays four. That's what the NRL physio was saying. Jabe Simpkins, he's going to be checked out. He did previously have a left shoulder injury, that sublux sort of injury. So they're a little bit concerned for him. So they'll know more tomorrow. Victor Radley and Billy Smith both copped HIAs. They were ruled out by the game by independent doctor in the bunker of all places. So that's quite interesting. Sean Russell was rushed to hospital this afternoon. Suspected broken ribs. So NRL physio at this stage saying three to six weeks. Aaron Woods, he's got a hamstring grade one. So he's somewhere between two to four weeks. Tavita Pangai Jr., he pulled out late with a hammy injury, but they reckon he should be good to go next week. Suspensions, The probably the biggest one was Adam Fanua Blake. Somehow he escaped a crusher. I'm not sure how he got out of that one, but the only guy so far, and this is heading into this last game, which we are watching while we're actually recording. And it's Trent Leoro, Lee Oro from the Melbourne Storm. He was charged with a grade one dangerous contact, but that's only a $1,000 fine. So it looks like pretty much the rest of the NRL is going scoff-free. But, boys, we've got a few good questions. I put it out to the the community this morning and came back with a few different things for us to discuss. Why don't we talk first, actually? We'll keep it on that light-hearted note. Andy, can you explain how the delete app loophole works and how you use it. Yeah, so it's quite easy. Um, so what you can do is when you go to your phone, there's a little hack, right? If you, It depends <laughs> if you've got Apple or I think it's the same for Apple or Android. If you put your finger and you hold it on the actual fancy app, it'll vibrate and then two options will come up and one will be uninstall and then you uninstall and you forget about it and you have a good season. <laughs> Run the same 21. <laughs> Cobbs, what are you doing on Android, mate? Because I saw you deleting app a few times this weekend. Yeah, I screenshot it, I think, after, I don't know which game it was. Every game, just I was getting darker and deeper into thoughts. Um, <laughs> yeah. Boys, can you, on can you imagine what a real NRL coach actually goes through? If we're this stressed, what some of these guys that actually lost games actually feel oh. like right now? Even, even – Brad Arthur, you can't be happy with that win. Oh, right. no. All these coaches would be struggling. Big time. All right, boys, let's get into let's rip in some actual fantasy stuff. Now, with the two with the injuries to the Melbourne Storm duo with Brandon Smith and also Walshy going down, it does open a lot a lot of opportunity here for the Storm. So we've got Harry Grant back next week. Munster's back in the halves. So Wishart had a pretty good game last night, but let's talk about who benefits the most from the storm. Corbs, do you want to kick us off? With the injuries. Who do you th- – yeah, so from the injuries, who do you expect to maybe step up, maybe play a few extra minutes, and maybe be a little bit more fantasy relevant? 
So they've got Jesse Bromwich coming in. So he's just a straight swap swap for Welch, mm. I would think, and playing the similar minutes. The other thing too, just when I was looking at this after the questions this morning, like Trent Lioro and Alec McDonald. Alec McDonald's an interesting one to see if he is there because he seems to be the, the one that's going to go first. Mm. But he did play pretty well because I was listening to Bellamy's after-game interview and he was saying, if you asked me a month ago if Alec McDonald was going to be playing round one, <laughs> I would have nearly laughed at you, yeah. um, which was no offense to him, but just saying, you know, with the roster they had, mm. there was no way he was going to make his way in there. The, yeah, the one thing I did notice is they all had really inflated uh, minutes yep. because they had those two pretty early injuries. So Josh King... Trent Leora, um, and even Alec McDonald, like 56 minutes, they're not going to get anywhere near that uh, with the normal rotation and injuries uh, if the injuries weren't happening. So uh, I'll be interested. Like Alec McDonald is very cheap, but I think he's a bit of a trap. Um, Joshy King, depending on his price, I still think he'll get pretty good minutes now uh, over the next couple of weeks. He'd be sort of the one that I'd be interested in. Wishart too, though, he's... Like he could really hurt. I'm a Grant owner, and you know, there's a little bit of a daylight with every bad bit of news. I was mm. thinking, oh, here we go. Grant could get 80 minutes because he's really just out for suspension. He's fully fit. Yeah. But the way Wishart played, I, I, I think you're nearly going to have to play him, especially with Jennings going down. Meany could potentially just slot into the wing position. Narrative. Yeah, but <laughs> looking at his price, he's not priced well enough, I don't think, and. Um, I did see that uh, someone was saying they reckon Papenhausen will goal kick because his ankle was the injury he came back from. Yep. That once it's right, because Meany didn't hit them very well. He kicked them nearly as good as Sam They're Walker. Shocking. Yeah. So, mate, Snake, are you going to get him out of the free agency tomorrow? Who's that? Meany. Oh, no, you're above me in the yeah, draft but I'm, order, mate. I'm, but I'm not putting anyone in. We've decided we're not doing it in. So it's just going to nah, open I'm, up. I don't need to. Because I lost Welch, but I've got He's Paulo. going straight to winger. Like, you can't really trust that. Big yeah, time. I'm happy just to take someone and not use that trade. I, I want to leave it for a, um, a good one. Yeah, I think you, you pretty much nailed it all on the head. Josh King actually got huge minutes, 64 minutes. I think it was just more yeah. out of necessity, though, but right. Mm. 39 minutes, so it wasn't a pr- an impressive PPM. So I think you nearly needed to be locked in for the round one to, to get him. I don't think you're going to have a huge amount of value moving forward. Any any other things to add there? Any? Oh yeah, I, I I reckon it probably increases. The injuries probably increase Harry Grant's potential to get eighty. Yeah. Like I know Wishart's good, but geez, they only just come back from that from the Tigers that lost. You know, like it obviously did lose a couple of players, but I think and they might need Grant on the field for. Uh, for 80 minutes. Yeah. You have, watch this game. Have a look. Yeah, I know. I was about to say, it's an absolute monsoon. What's I thought going TV on? had static on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone horrendous. Jesus. Oh, Boys, the, the chat on Tarek Sims is actually quite interesting, especially if the Dragons do want to offload him because Bellamy mm. admitted that they were actually looking at him for next year. So if they can get him at a good price, he could be someone that could, could really flourish under that system. So interesting one there. Yeah, okay. It's a good pickup, but yeah, his poker face was terrible when he got asked at that interview, wasn't it? Yeah, big time. Everyone already knew that they were they were hot on him, and then well, I didn't. I'd never heard of that. I'm out of the loop, just head in the sand. But I'd, that's the first time I'd heard of Sims going down there, and they were looking yeah. for someone. Maybe next year with the Dad's Army heading up to the Dolphins. Yeah. But. So that's that's going to be one to watch for sure. But boys, let's move on. Next one. <clears throat> this was a question I got quite rapidly over the weekend. 
Do we pack a panic on Lachlan Ilias and Billy Smith? I think this is a great opportunity, Corbs, to really bring in the three-date rule and have a little bit of patience, right? Yeah, huge. Oh, especially Ilias. Uh, I mean, he's 300K. I saw they're both 300K. Mm. I just think at their price, Billy Smith didn't get to he, – he looked exciting in a f- couple of first early touches, but Knights just – they smothered him and just outplayed them so badly. I I feel they a lot of teams this week just rolled up thinking they just had to go through their sits, sets and kick to get the win. Yep. Like looking around the Roosters side in the change rooms, you would have thought you were going to win by 40. I, and when they got that first try disallowed, I thought this is going to be exactly how I wanted. Like me being a Teddy captain, I was cheering. And then Andy sent the text saying, nah, disallowed. Uh, Ilias, I think he'll just warm into things. He's got a, I think Cody Walker will get told to um, maybe don't overplay your hand. I think he tried to do too much and it yep. almost was to South's um, detriment. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think either of them. It's Billy Smith I could potentially see, but definitely Ilias, I wouldn't get rid of him, but I probably wouldn't be playing him next week. Yeah, big time. I think it's one of those things that the best thing that's probably happened this week is a lot of the smart coaches actually lost. And generally what will happen is they'll pick it apart and figure out what they went wrong and get it right very quickly. So I reckon round two is going to be a lot different to what we saw in round one. I reckon it's going to be a lot higher scores. Oh, bounce look, back factor round. Yeah. And with your Billy Smith question, like, if anything, he, he needs to double down and go harder next next week. Next week. Yeah. Like, he got off injured <clears throat> a little bit. I'm pretty yeah, sure he, he got taken HIA. off a little bit. Yep. So, I reckon if he doesn't down, because he knows that Joseph Suwali is there waiting for his opportunity to get a crack when he's healthy. So, in saying that, though, he, he, he did get 53, 54 minutes. So, five in 54 minutes is still pretty crap. Yeah, but, but the Roosters were getting destroyed. So I think yeah. Roosters will improve <clears throat> and in turn, Billy Smith will improve. I just, I just think there's enough stats there. I know that there's the injury cloud. I get that because I, I know a lot of people going about that. But there's the stats there in the background for a 300K player playing centre in what is, I know they didn't show it, a good side to maybe just sit. And if it's he, he has another howler again, it's Robbo is probably going to do the job for you and drop him before yeah. you have to. Big time. It's it's interesting. Yeah, long story short, three date rule. Give yeah. it a three date rule. For Big me. time. It's it's interesting this week. The Roosters have Manly on Friday night, and then the Thursday night game is the Storm and the Bunnies, and then the Bunnies and Roosters play on round three. There's potential that Bunnies and Roosters will lose two games and have to. One of them will be zero and three after three rounds. I kind of want that to happen. <laughs> I think the Rabbits. I, I reckon the Rabbits more so than the Roosters. But then again, after my tipping and. <laughs> It's bounce back factor. This, be this week, I wouldn't be listening to anything I say. End of the day, Manly lost the what first five games last year, and we won game from the grand final at the end. So, a lot can happen in rugby league. What did someone course. sent me a message saying um, all these blokes um, big noting themselves with their scores <laughs> on the um, Facebook group. A lot of the Knights winning round one, which I was, pretty good. It was pretty good. <laughs> uh, you got to celebrate when you can when you don't win. Oh, that's many. right. Go the Knights. Nice. <laughs> All right, we've got three questions to go. Let's try and wrap this up in, a, in about five minutes. All right, boys, any cashies in your mind on the Black Book? The only guy that I had was Isaac Tago, but I don't want to chase him because he, he just had stats, 29 tackles, and I think he already hit his ceiling, so I don't really want to chase him for this week. But, Andy, any in your Black Book? For this week, man? Oh, uh, not really, purely because I'm not going to trade anything. 
you know, I'm going to keep it keep it easy. I'll wait till TLT comes out because purely, geez, who knows all these injuries and and these games. Some people want to sort of see that that loss and change their teams up, but yeah, I'm keeping. I reckon just hold unless you haven't got an injury, just hold hold sharp and yeah, and stick with your research. Pretty good advice, Corbs. Any in your black book for round two? Uh, maybe Fletcher Baker. Okay. Just to see where he fits in that Roosters side. Um, Takio uh, and Maria Hargraves, they were poor. They got dominated the middle, and I think Fletcher Baker held his own a lot better than those two. So if they're getting picked on last week's performance, he should be starting again and should, um, I don't know, maybe nudge that 40 minutes because he was scoring. What did he score? He's 32. 32 minutes and got 34. So I just think, yeah, you'd blood him because those, those other two showed their age, I reckon, a little bit. <laughs> Big time. He'd be, he'd be the one that I'd be looking at. Tanua Brown's still going. I'll have a look at him yep. and just see what that storm bench slash pack looks like. Uh, there might be something there. Maxi King's on 39. Yeah, he's a gun. He might even make my yes. 17 next week. He might save me making a second trade. But... Robbo, he cost us a jewel with Fletcher Baker because he should have named him in the front row so then we could have actually got it. He's down as an edge, unfortunately. So, But he's someone to consider. I think he's a good one to consider there for you, Corb. That's a good shout-out. I, I, actually, I actually dropped uh, Valia for him last minute to get Fletcher oh, Baker mate. in. Oh, mate. I'll rather have – you know what they should have next year? You can you can exit players. So just say you, you, can, you want to run a squad of 20, you can take that money and spend it elsewhere, but just play a player short because that's what Vaila is. You may as well just have zero. <laughs> that's yeah. Teddy. That was Teddy for Corb's team. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was cheese for me. Oh. All right, a couple of serious questions to finish that man cheese that we just made us speak about. Andy, talking about him, he's around. He's going to drop about 50K, so he's probably going to open tomorrow around 630K, which makes it, inter- like, it, makes it terrible because Harry Grant's still at nearly 700K, but... If you were to advise, a lot, I'm sure you're going to get a few messages this week. Who's your thoughts for the best trade fair for Brandon Smith? Well, geez, if you're just doing one for one, you can sort of pick up. Like Aaron Clark played a pretty decent amount of minutes, or you can even run the risk with Tommy Starling, I'd mm. say. Probably another bet, you know. Because Did they say how long Hodgson's out for? Two to four. Like you've seen Starling play again 80 minutes. GZ can make some money, make some uh, points real quick. So, I'd probably just go him, and then after that, see how um, see how Grant plays and see his minutes cloud, and you can possibly even even go there if you've got the money to, to get Grant. You have Grant to, as well. yeah, yeah, big yeah. time. Corbs, you know this. You know, Tom Starling seems a, a really good pickup. It's just that timeline. Do you think there's any chance that in two to four weeks he could unseat Josh Hodgson? Yeah, I. Maybe, but Hodjo is a, a pretty quality player. He just does. He's not fantasy relevant. Mm. I don't think. Yeah, but you, uh, you so were I, you were running with him in the in the off season. You nearly actually went with the two non gun hookers. In yeah, terms that, of was, price. that was a bit of a cash thing um, because Starling was the only one that I could afford. But just doing his stats, there there is a little bit of value going on his fifty fifty five minutes, mm. which I I still think he would have got even if Hodjo went out. He's a good shout now, but it's it's only going to be for those three weeks. But that like it's just a little boost to his price rise. So that's not a bad one. But did Wade Egan go off with a HIA? No, I'm not sure. I know Jazzy yeah, is playing a little bit. Did he, Andy? 
a forty-nine minute, uh, forty-nine points uh, with minutes. Not too sure. My app sort of stuff enough. Yeah, he could be another one that's going to be because I'd say Cheese is going to lose about fifty k. Yeah, go down he to only played sixty minutes. I wasn't too sure if it was a HIA or he just got subbed for Jazz. Yeah, I have to yeah, ask the key I think one. they're running I, with I that. I remember hearing something. I'd have to um, double down on that one just to, for this question. But yeah, if you're going hooker, I would be going maybe Starling just to free up a bit of cash. Or if you're sort of going long term, Wade Egan. Yep. Um, he, they're going to need him out there to steer the ship around with uh, their lack of leadership. Yeah, I, I just think I might go Tommy Starling because I am in this situation. I think it's just a band-aid solution and just roll the dice. Like literally just make one trade this week, get your hooker in for, for two to four and just keep 250K in the bank and just see what happens next because it just seems that this this NRL season, there's going to just be shit popping up every week, man. So it might be safe just to keep that cash for some, some better opportunities down the track. That's what I'm thinking at the moment. If no clear-cut option uh, arises at TLT, which we will sort of look at mm. on on Tuesday, but I'm, I'm trying to run no trades. Like, I didn't have many injuries. Uh, I'll, I'll just swap out Billy Smith, put Crichton in uh, to my centres and then sort of run with all the, the gun. Oh, I'll probably score about 200 points on my bloody interchange back. <laughs> <laughs> and who, who would you go, Welch? Just like that would obviously be looking at the front row. Option. Yeah, that's our last questions. Christian Welsh at 588k. He was actually racking up some good points before he went off. But, boys, why don't you kick us off while you're there, Corpse? Who's your... I thought Joey Arrow would be a good one for one for one replacement. Yeah, with the duel, he's sort of ticked the box, hasn't he? Mm. Um, nothing outstanding, but still scored well. Kurt Mann, if you didn't have him... Well, actually, no, this was in the same question. He was the one that got HIA, didn't he? Yeah, but he, he, still, ca- he came back on. Well. Yeah, yeah, he, he still came, came on. Well. Yeah, but I mean, like, if he didn't have that HIA, that could have, um, you know, been another five yeah. points or whatnot. So he'll be priced a bit unders to maybe downgrade to him. Yeah, Joy Arrow. Another and jewel who's, going, who's done well, uh, are playing right now, still mm. going. 61. I know he scored a try, but Tommy. Tom Gilbert, it's Tom Gilbert's on that edge again. Geez, he's looking good. He's looking busy. Yeah, big time. Oh, I wish and he was a, named. We'll say four hundred fifty-eight k. Yeah, I know. Well, I've always been. We've been a fan of Tommy Gilbert. I know there's the merry-go-round with Peyton and his coaching and the outside um, forwards. Uh, yeah, that's a that's an annoying one. But yeah, good on those that got on him. Also liked what I saw from Paddy Carrigan too. He was real busy yeah, coming back from, from his ACL last year. So, well, no, another one who could sort of do a like-for-like. Like. Flegler and Hetherington are going to – I don't think Hass's minutes – they might get a little bit of a dip, but Flegler and Hetherington are going to chew into some good minutes there because they bring a lot more quality than the other forwards there. Yeah. In saying that, though, they, they all did very well mm. the other night. To be interesting this week because Kobe Hetherington and Adam Reynolds is back. So who's going to see – who's going to be out? Kobe Hetherington might be another option at hooker for me to pick up. Um, is Pakes back too? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think they're back all back. From COVID, so everyone's back. So the, the whole the, there's back to that dilemma different. because Kelly played well too, mm. and the the talk recently is that Reynolds was choosing it and actually preferred Kelly. Okay, too bad. Jeez, that's <laughs> going to ruin a few Walters narratives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, nah, but I think Billy was best on ground. They can't drop him. That's yeah. It'll be interesting. It's sort of back to that. Questions round one: Who's going to be the six? Who's going to be the starting hooker? What the bench is going to look well, like? Well, it's three minutes to go in this game. Max King is on fifty-one. What? My He's my start. No, no, I'm playing. changing my start. I finally got a start. Max King, and I'm playing a little bit of. Let's end with a positive. 
Yeah, I'm still in it. I just thought we'll end in the pot. Hey, do you know why he's running so well? Because he's got that much testosterone in his balls. He, oh, I saw he's that. Abstinent. Yeah. He's absent. Jeez. Good on oh, the hammer's just stolen the game. Oh, maybe I'm a bit behind. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was well. saw it. <laughs> oh, anyway, boys, keep your heads up. We'll be back on Tuesday night for the normal programming. Wednesday, we'll be back with the Kiwis. We might even do the Q&A on Wednesday because I'm going to be away in Melbourne on Thursday, so we'll see how I'm travelling. But, boys, bounce back factor. Maxi yeah. King leading the way. Let's captain him. It's just round one, lads. It's all good. Exactly. Just <laughs> trust, trust the process. Bounce back factor. We are due... Anything else, terms that we want to use? Full credit to the no, boys. I, I haven't full even credit. spoken to my team. I left 10 minutes before full time for my fantasy <laughs> team today and um, sent the assistant coach downstairs to tell them to make their way, own way home. Well, mate, I, was, I was filthy. I was off them. <laughs> mate, I'm facing... Violence the, is deadly. I'm facing the board tonight. They, they've already put a press conference out. They've got full, full support. I've got the full support of the board. I'm in trouble. I'm heading up the coughs <laughs> this weekend <laughs> for a training camp. <laughs> Uh, boys, keep your heads up. Andy, always good to chat. I'll see you Tuesday. And Corby, same thing. Your snake. I'll see you in free agency. Uh, yeah, see you later. Max uh, King, 54 to end on. Let's go, legend. baby. Stay stick in the process, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back. Bounce back factor round two. That's what the next podcast will be called. See you Tuesday. See ya.